2: It's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. From the Uniden America Studios, this is Red Eye Radio. Hello and welcome. He is
0: Gary McNamara. I'm Eric Harley. Hey, kids. It's Wednesday. Gary, how are
3: you? impeachment inquiry wednesday <laughs> we'll get to that coming up uh really big show uh uh today the whole impeachment uh, inquiry thing democrats going crazy yesterday mm. on that so yeah. we will uh we'll get uh, to uh, uh that uh, incomes down now for the third straight year in 2022 mm. uh you know you hear the figure of 2.3 percent when you take out the the subsidies and the money that people got during covid mm-hmm. you take that out of there mm-hmm. and which really shouldn't be in there because that's not part of your normal income right yeah, uh, income dropped over 8% in 2022 yeah for the average as american prices go up as for, yeah exactly so uh but but their actual income yeah right and that's you know and yeah and their so, incomes
0: going down and their expenditures are rising right that's a horrible Horrible right. equation. So if incomes are just
3: down 8.8%, we're not talking about even expenditures at that particular point, which shows the seriousness exactly. of, 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 yeah. of the problem, which really isn't being covered in the media to to
0: that extent. Well, if you think about that, uh, you look at, at where the, and I haven't done the average on inflation, but, you know, 5 let's say 5 to 6% on the average over the last few years on the increase in the cost of goods on top of that 8% drop in in uh in what you're making what you're bringing home now you're talking you're well into the double digits of a decrease in your buying power
3: yes uh, and and it could be you know you look at it and it could be over 20% it could be between 20 sure. and 30% yeah the hit that you've uh, you know taken since since COVID of your real income, which is your right. real income right. is what you are earning. It's not the money that you got during COVID. Right, right, right. It's the real income that you had uh, pre-COVID and the income that you have today along with the the price differences, which could be as high as 20 30%. And the reason I say that is because you look at the average inflation number and the inflation is across the board for every if for every single product mm-hmm. the majority which americans aren't buying in bulk right it's not the right. things that they buy every single day mm-hmm. and that's why you look at other things like okay what do americans actually you know what do they actually use mm-hmm. energy electricity housing cars right food right that's really it i mean when you look at it And I guess you could throw medical care in there, but for the medical, uh, the medical insurance cost, I won't say medical care because the vast majority of Americans are not getting major medical care where there might be a huge deductible or something that they would have to pay at any particular moment.
0: Right. Right.
3: And, but when you look at the things that, that Americans actually use much more, which means a larger portion of their income goes to those particular uh, items those items have gone up more than the average rate of inflation right
0: now the good news is for those fraudsters who were responsible for the roughly 135 billion dollars in unemployment fraud during covid which is a report that just came out their expenditures were about even how does that happen it's it, it you know it's it, every time we look back at this remember with a uh, with hurricane katrina and yeah. all the fraud there, um, and then we went. It was measured years later, and it was like it was always going to happen. When the the more the bigger the bucket of money that they're pouring down on the people, the greater the chance for fraud. A hundred and thirty-five billion dollars. To put that in perspective, that would have built five walls. <laughs> during the trump years with 10 billion still left over <laughs> well what
3: i would like to see it broken down to states because states are the ones that actually do unemployment and if there is that much fraud because you know the federal money may have gone into it yeah but the states are the ones that actually give out unemployment right does i'd like to see it broken down to states because if that fraud is going on and went on during covid yeah does yeah. that mean that the systems the security systems are not in place in some particular states where there is massive unemployment fraud on a consistent basis, day in and day out, not just well, during COVID, when the federal government gets involved and throws money into unemployment, but just in general?
0: Yeah, there, that's a good question. And then you, when you break it down specifically during the COVID era, uh, during that time, did states completely relax their, their method for double-checking right, yes. mm-hmm. the claim? Because... With everybody working from home, I have to believe some of those people that were in charge uh, administratively of unemployment on the state level were also working from home. And, you know, back in the day, I, I've never collected unemployment, but I have friends and family members who have, and, and they tell me about the process. I'm, I'm aware of the process. Now, back in the day, you had to show up. You had to actually go to the unemployment office, what is it, every week. And then you had, at least in our state, and you had to show that you applied for jobs. You had to show, I don't know what it was, three jobs or something per week. You had a minimum number of applications you had to fill out. You had to show right, that you were trying to get work. And I don't know what it was like, but, you know, leading up to COVID, how it had changed. Leading up to COVID, I wasn't familiar with even our state's process. But I have to believe that during COVID, those standards for double-checking were relaxed in many states, and that's ridiculous. But, I
3: mean, the initial process is pretty easy, though. Mm -hmm. You file an unemployment claim, the unemployment office contacts your employer. Mm -hmm. Your employer tells them, you know, what your work history is. Right you know under oath right you know they're not they're, because the last thing the company wants to do is help you get unemployment because it costs them yeah they paid the insurance yeah that it, the, the employer pays it so it would cost them so they're going to tell the truth to the 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 state whatever state is issuing the unemployment mm-hmm. and for example if you um there are, there are certain rules for example if you uh if if you have if you've been on unemployment in most states, for like six months, and then you get a job for a week, and then you lose that job, you don't get unemployment for another six weeks right. or another six months. You have to build up a work history in mm-hmm. order to do it, mm-hmm. which means I'm sure a lot of it's electronic, but a lot of it where they, where they still contact the employer. I don't know, back when I haven't collected in such a long time, Uh <laughs> Where uh, the computer systems were not, you know, there as they are today. Right. For example, now, you know, for, just an example, when I get uh, my my car inspected, uh, y- you used to get an inspection sticker uh, or you used to get something, they give you a piece of paper where you would they either get the inspection sticker or in other states, they would give you a piece of paper that you would actually send in, you know, with your regist- you know, to get your registration. Right. now it's simply you get your car inspected they punch it into the computer it goes to the state you don't have to do anything when you apply for your registration they already know that you've gotten your car inspected right so unemployment may have changed that you know that that same way where is electronic because it's been such a long time since I collected that last time I col- uh, I collected they actually called the employer they would actually call they would actually want to talk to your employer or your boss or whoever's in charge because they need to know whether you were laid off, whether you were fired without cause or fired with cause. Mm-hmm. So you, your company actually has to respond, the company actually has to respond to it. So to have that kind of, you know, fraud, you know, where was the fraud? Was the fraud, you know, on on that portion of it, was the fraud what you said where you're really not looking for a job, you're just faking that you're looking for a job and you're putting down companies and unemployment isn't checking out to see whether you're actually, you know, well, doing it, doing those. Inter- yeah. Well, Costanza with uh, uh, George Costanza on Seinfeld. Remember when he collected uh, unemployment? And he, right. You know, he worked for Jerry's company, the uh, the latex company, Vandalay, well, Vandalay Industries. Right.
0: <laughs> did did they did they also uh, relax standards because. So many things were closed for the longest time in, in a number of states. If a gym, if you worked at a gym or you worked at a restaurant and it went away, there's nobody there to answer the phone. Yeah, that's
3: true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I have to believe that they're claiming, you know, that. And here's the thing, too. Uh, you claim you made, I don't know, for a server do on unemployment, you get to claim the total amount that you made in tips yeah and how's that how do you prove that this is what i was making if you include the tips
3: i'm assuming you would include the tips in it because yeah, that's, that's I would, the income that, i would think yeah, so because but that's, there's
0: but there's no level of proof there's no way to prove you were making that much in tips yeah but that
3: you wouldn't be able to prove that in covid times or non-covid times
0: mm-hmm.
3: right so that that would be my that would be my question. All right. that was my original question: Is that fraud consistently well, going on? Well, no, was it greater could, during could. COVID, or you, is it does it consistently go on? In what states does it go on? And why
0: are there no checks and balances to stop it? A restaurant manager actually can back that up during non-COVID times if they're not closed. So it could be yeah. that the restaurant closed and there was nobody just to, to confirm whether or not you were getting that much in tips. Okay. So there would be your difference, but well, then, By the way, then, the how, geo- then
3: then how do they know it was fraud? Later on, they went back and checked. If they went back and checked and knew it was
0: fraud, exactly. are these people being prosecuted for ripping off unemployment? Well, no. They they that started early on. States were saying, no, we have you know we have billions of dollars in over what we call overpayments, and then they sent out letters early on. We talked about this uh, goes back a couple of years, of course, but they said we're going to send out letters to everyone to let them know that you're going to owe this money to the state if we see any level of overpayment to you. So now the GAO says it might not be just $135 billion. It gave away close to a trillion dollars in unemployment. It was well over $900 billion total. 135 billion so far that they know of in fraudulent claims, and they said it could be more. That's that's mind boggling. That's mind boggling. But when you send everybody home, including the people that are responsible for checking up on fraudsters in this case, that's that's what your job is if you work at any level federal or state and it's really enforced at the state level your job is to double check to make sure someone is not claiming something that is untrue well you're working from home now and the restaurant's closed how how do you how are you going to check that
3: How are you going to check that? Where is anybody? You make a great point because if it's a local restaurant, especially, everything is closed down. Nobody is going to work. And you've laid off everybody, including anybody who's in the business office. Yep.
0: And small business collectively is responsible for the most jobs. Right. They employ collectively. As a collective, small business employs the most people. So if you shut them all down... Oops, our bad. Well, you would
3: be able to check because most restaurants were most restaurants closed. How, depends on the state you were in too. Mm-hmm. If restaurant, how long were I can't remember how long were restaurants
0: closed for in Florida? It was twenty minutes. Well,
3: I Total. mean, here I think it was like <laughs> it was a month or so.
0: Oh yeah, I think. Uh, well, it was it was limited uh, after that. I don't know exactly what they because yeah, you would how, be- how long they were absolutely shut down i don't i yeah. don't remember that yeah. but, but florida and texas very short period of time in california they're still closed. <laughs> they haven't opened up yet
3: <laughs> well we got a great show ahead democrats going crazy over the possibility of an impeachment inquiry mm. which we knew was in all likelihood uh, coming and still denying that there's anything some great audio cuts out there that we uh, uh, have so uh, really good show today lots of yep. lots of stuff to lots of meat lots of meat <laughs> We got the meat. Very low on carbs. Eight six six ninety red eye
1: Did you know that up to half of all major engine failures are due to poor cooling system maintenance? That's a lot of downtime and can cost drivers big. You expect a lot from your engine, which is why the cooling system must be a part of your maintenance routine. Here's a tip to keep your cooling system in shape and your engine running smooth. Have the system properly flushed whenever the coolant has changed. Over time, contaminants from seals, oil, and fuel are released into the system and must be removed. And remember, flushing the system with the right coolant mix and water dilution is crucial. If you have cooling questions or need an expert to help flush your system, Have your cooling system inspected by a professional technician. This report is brought to you by Shell Rotella. Shell Rotella, with advanced synthetic technology, is designed to help keep your rig running with more mileage and less
2: maintenance. Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio.
0: And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed.
3: It's Red Radio. He's Eric Hardy and I'm Gary McNamara. Before we get into everything, the impeachment inquiry that uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy, the uh, uh, speaker, has uh, green-lighted it uh, and what that actually means <laughs> before we get to that. This is a story that we never got to yesterday and and thanks to newsbusters for uh, covering uh, this this you and I talked about how the, the the show the view yeah how they actually have lawyers on retainer not just on retainer but constantly monitoring the show yeah well, newsbusters had this it was a story I think it was no, it was from over the weekend mm. uh, and they published a study counting all the legal notes that the liberal ladies of the view were forced to deliver that year 36 and this is where they'd say something on the air and then they would get when they come out of the break you need to you need to correct this well they actually Sonny huston <laughs> and i guess one of the producers addressed it and said well on on a podcast well so one of the uh, more famous roles that you have on the show is the deliverer of the legendary legal note. Uh, the uh, the producer uh, quipped to Sonny. Then he grip, uh, he griped that people don't understand the legal note because I always read articles saying the view got so much wrong that they had to give 75 legal notes. The producer insisted the legal note is not a correction, but rather is something that is part of the ABC News that we're asked to do to make sure that we're presenting all statements on all sides.
0: No, no, it's because no. you're afraid of defamation. It's a liability issue. Yes. It's the only reason it's addressed directly on yeah. the air. They they want to limit the exposure of the company. Right, yes. from defamation
3: lawsuits. Liability. Because you're lying. <laughs> they want to limit the legal exposure of our show. They want to uh, limit the legal exposure of our host. Because they're lying. right. There is no liability if you're not lying. And they're saying, well, you know, these hosts just go on and they ad lib. I've been, I've been doing that for 41 years. Right, We're not, scripted. We're not scripted. We're not scripted and all this. And it's like, and that's because you're clueless. You don't know the facts. You don't want to present the facts. You're lying. And that's why they have to have lawyers consistently monitoring your show. You don't have... A... I've been doing this for 41 years. There's never been a lawyer sitting there listening to the show going, okay, send them a note after the break. They've got
0: to make sure that they say this. Do you know why I've never had to make a correction on Mitt Romney as a robot? Because he is Is a robot. I can prove it. So can I. Tim Allen
3: said it on on Last Man Standing. Exactly. He backed us
0: up. Yes. Thank you for listening, Tim. I, mean, I it, it's just, no. We're just all we're doing is trying to make sure that we correct things so we don't get sued. That's all. That, <laughs> yeah, that's that's because, exactly what everybody's
3: saying. Right, that's because the lawyers are saying they're lying. Exactly. We need to
0: correct this. <laughs>
2: If you don't download our app, Red Eye Radio.
3: It's Red Eye Radio, and he's Eric Hurley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Just looking here, Wall Street Journal, lead editorial. Impeachment is the new censure. Wow. And that's almost a quote of what we said a couple of years ago. Right. Uh, The... The blame if, – if you're sitting there and you're a Democrat saying this is just ridiculous, blame the Democrats. Yeah. They're the ones that lowered the standard for impeachment.
0: Right. No, I and, mean, look, there are a couple of things here um, at uh, National Review. Uh, they write that uh, – the editors at National Review, the impeachment risk. Uh, I think we've talked about that. It comes with you know, great risk because – Look, the liberal media is going to, you know, position it as, oh, this is just revenge.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And which already started. That started the moment anybody said impeachment. We'll have the audio coming up. Yeah, <laughs> in just a moment. <laughs> so, you know, that's going to, you know, that's going to play out naturally, but the what effectively should happen here. And really it was it was kind of, you know, laid out a few weeks ago. That it it's the only move that the house has left after the special prosecutor was assigned to hunter biden now you can go in that clears the way to go in and do the impeachment inquiry on joe but you're you're not going to get the cooperation otherwise if you don't do an in- impeachment inquiry you're not going to get the evidence that you need and whether it leads to removal, I mean, there's already reluctance in the Senate. It's probably where it stands right now, not going to. But you know what could change that is a huge pile of evidence where even members of his own party look at it and say, yeah, we can't deny this evidence.
3: Well, and, and that's that's why you're, you're doing it now. By the way, I do believe there should be, even though the Democrats lowered the standard – I don't believe that this impeachment inquiry, which is just asking questions but right. putting it under the umbrella of an impeachment inquiry, right. uh, you know, we need which which takes it traditionally to the criminal level. Yeah. Because when the uh the, the Democrats did it, impeach we'll use impeachment number one as an example, there was no criminal act. Right. And and so at that particular point, because there was no criminal act, that was the lowering of it. The Republicans are claiming that there is evidence and probable cause of a criminal act. Right. And let's, in fact, let's let's get into this just a little bit here with we'll, uh, an audio cut from, uh, you had, uh, this is the House Freedom Caucus and Scott Perry, Representative Scott Perry, going after a reporter and... <laughs> and <laughs> This is one of the highlights of the day yesterday. This audio cut.
5: What evidence do you have as opposed to allegations to show to the American public that would merit an actual impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden and prove that today isn't just about some of you? Oh, kids? I don't it's know. bullied Speaker yes. McCarthy for the sake of enacting political revenge. Uh, this this for the isn't about political revenge. We have the bank accounts. We can see, ma'am, you can see that the homes that the Bidens own can't be afforded on a a congressional or senate salary. You also understand that it's not normal for family members to receive millions of dollars from overseas interests. Those things aren't normal. It's not normal to have 20 shell companies these things are not normal, and it alludes to not only just widespread corruption, but money laundering, if not influence peddling itself. And we also have the president, or the vice president at the time, on record saying that the prosecutor was fired. Well, son of a bitch, the prosecutor was fired, right? Because the prosecutor was going after the the company that his son was working on. That's what we have. If you can't see that. If you are that blunt, look, I'll turn it well, over to The American it's people can't see that. They think it's political revenge. It's because you don't report on it. You know, we're not reporting on it today. I'm not threat. sure how you know what the American people think, but here's what they might wonder.
3: By the way, I just, just one thing. We've covered all the polls, and the majority of the polls have not been conservative polls on Joe Biden. The American public, the majority, do believe he's corrupt and do believe that he has illegally covered up what is going on Mm -hmm. so just that report and you know before we get back to the audio i started thinking this do you think that the reporters are so blind that when all this evidence comes out they just don't pay attention and so that's why this reporter is saying well this is just political uh, revenge there's nothing here the american public uh they don't believe it Well, it shows you haven't been paying attention. Right. He just threw, you know, and and as we've talked about it, you know, before everything that has gone on the line of the president uh, on this, but just the fact of the evidence that exists today of the money flow. And as we all know, now the media has shifted and we'll have an audio cut from Jonathan Turley coming up. The media has shifted to say that this is. Influence peddling was going on by Hunter Biden. Right. That he was doing... That's now the new narrative. That Hunter Biden was attempting to uh, to sell influence peddling, but Hunter Biden was so incredibly smart as a crack addict, he was fooling all these people. Mm-hmm. They actually, None of them were getting anything whatsoever, right. is what the media is saying. And as Turley said, well, how do you know that? How right. do you know that? Right. You're saying that. How do you know? The president has lied all along. Hunter Biden has lied all along. This is an impeachment inquiry getting to the point because you're admitting now, the Democrats admit influence peddling was going on from Hunter Biden. He was attempting to use his father to get favors. And now the new narrative is, yeah, but he actually didn't do it. He fooled all these people, got tens of millions of dollars that then went to the entire family through fake corporations and bank accounts, which means they were all in it. So the entire family, in order what what the Democrats are now admitting, they haven't said it, but by stating that what Hunter Biden was doing, they are now stating that the entire family was using the president. Yeah. Right. And the Democrats' new narrative is well, they didn't get any of the government, but the entire family was using him. Right, because the entire family got enriched off of
0: Joe Biden. Well, that was their fault, you know, we said from 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 the get-go. Well, if you're carving Hunter out of this, you have to carve the family out with him. Yeah. Because there's no way to separate the two. That the entire Nobody, right. you can't claim they weren't getting money. They got money too, so they're all a part of it. His entire family. Anyway.
3: That's how you define. Remember, love. Love is love. That's love. That's right. Love is love because that's the new thing for the Biden. It is. It, <laughs> love is love. Yes. The, ju- the, the, <laughs> the justification for gay marriage yes. and influence peddling. That's right. <laughs> that's right. I'm sorry. I snorted, <laughs> I snorted there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it's the biggest kick out of it. But look, we need something that it worked for gay marriage. Love is love. Love is all right. Love. He just loves his family. They just love they they all love each other. And so they use each other.
0: <laughs> I've heard Biden tell the story. He was the first one to ever love anyone. The first is the very first one. It was many years ago. He he and then he taught the world how to love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for that one. Did he come up with that Coke commercial? I like... Okay, that's going way way back, isn't it? That's that's going back. That's going back 50 years ago. Isn't yeah. It? <laughs> I don't know that he liked hippies back then. I need I need to be more time relevant. I think it was Janet Yellen who did that commercial. <laughs> she came up with that commercial. Are you saying Biden get a restaurant? Are you
3: saying Biden invented love? <laughs> yeah. You're a lying dog face. Pony, dog, soldier. Dog, po, po,
0: pony, pony dog. dog pony, pony, dog, soldier. Soldier, w- pony. Whatever. Dog, right, let, let's con- let's okay. continue
3: more of this, uh, yeah. the press conference. Another rep- <laughs> another representative <laughs> g- comes in here. I don't know who the, he is, uh, but uh, to answer questions to that reporter. Yeah.
5: Actually, if you're a federal prosecutor, you would be asking yourself, how can there not have been an indictment for a pharaoh violation against Hunter Biden? How can there n- possibly... I, my understanding and discussions with staff have confirmed my impulse that this would be very much the, the basis of a foreign of a, um, a a Foreign Corrupt Practices Act investigation. Uh, given the circumstances that we know, the question is, you know, it's funny. After we come out of the events of that John Durham, for example, testified to, to our committees about how. Investigations proceeded through our investigative agencies without proper predication. It's not that you have to prove the case. It's not that you understand. To this point, there's not been a single subpoena to a Hunter Biden bank account, or a Joe Biden bank account, or any other Biden family member's bank account.
6: Because until because an
5: impeachment until an impeachment inquiry commences, that's not a jurisdictional possibility. Well, it would be stretching jurisdiction to do that, but there's ample predication at this point in time based on that very unusual set of circumstances, which is for no apparent payment for expertise or services rendered, Biden family members writ large received over $20 million. That we know now, of. we know of. It is very simple for someone just to insist there's an absence of evidence.
6: <laughs>
5: but if you can look in the face of that and contend that, that's you know anyone has a right to their opinion, what they can't do is change the facts.
0: Yeah. yeah, right. There you have it. And the 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 fear
3: is here, uh, you know, because well, this is political. Well, we we actually discussed that again yesterday. Well, it's all political. They're politicians. Yeah. It's like I mean, it's right. like yeah, <laughs> it's like, well, all you guys do is talk radio. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, yeah, you got you got to me on yeah. on, on. All you on do on, on your one. talk
0: show is talk. You we know, actually did have someone one time. Where's the music? You know, I, you, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny because the, you know what the insult
3: used to be? Uh. And and it was funny because it was brought up to me again the other day. I know, I know a, a guy, a great guy, fan of the, the, uh, the, the, show. And, uh, uh, he, uh, has been in music radio for years mm. and decided to do, and he said, we inspired him. He decided to be a, uh, you know, he decided to put together a, you know, conservative podcast. Oh, yeah. He's really good. I mean, yeah. He's Really, really good. Right. And, um, and so someone the other day, you know, accused him of wanting to be Rush.
0: Oh, yeah. And I wrote to him and I yeah. said,
3: well, no, you said we inspired you. So you want to be Gary McNamara. And exactly. he got the biggest kick out of it, yeah. which is stupid. It, and yeah. it's, uh, you know, that, but I always loved that insult. It was like, remember, it used to be, you're just a Rush wannabe. Yeah, right. Well, actually, uh, no, I don't want to be like anybody. That's for I,
0: people who but, can't debate.
3: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a, that's, a, yeah, I just, but I've always, I always love that one in radio. You're just a, um, uh, a Mark Levin wannabe, uh-huh. you know, I, I, was a I wouldn't mind being a friend, Mark Levin. Mark, <laughs> I'd like his, well, his paycheck. I'd, <laughs> I'd like to be his paycheck I'd, without question. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, no, you're, you're in it because you're in it because no, most people are in it. We're in it because we've always been radio people. Yeah. And we right. got the opportunity to uh, to do this. Some did it willingly, like you. Some mm-hmm. had to be dragged into it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, I I wasn't anything wannabe. I was a paycheck wannabe. I wanted yeah, to,
0: I was a job wannabe. I, want, I was a job <laughs> an wannabe. Employee wannabe.
3: <laughs> where, where, where it came from, but um, you know uh, this uh, the you know and and so yeah, we're getting the whole political thing. They want the impeachment inquiry right now. Here, The Republicans know, well, hang on, we'll get to more of this coming up here. Right. So much to talk about yeah, on this there is. 866-90-RED-EYE.
2: Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio. Afford Anything
4: talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about...
3: It's Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Hurley, and uh, I'm Gary McNamara. Uh, we'll hear from uh, Jonathan uh, uh, Turley, who uh, commented on it. And and you know when we talk about a lot of these things, you, when you think about it, the I would say that the top legal analyst right now in the United States, constitutional legal analyst, mm. is Turley. I uh,
0: I would say you're right. Yeah.
3: Even yeah. even even over Dershowitz. Yeah. I would say. Uh, uh, Turley explains things in very simple ways. He's a Democrat, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's not a Republican. He's mm-hmm. not a conservative, but he is somebody who is an old school liberal who right. believes in the Constitution. And right. it, it, he, he was asked if this is a surprise. He goes, no, because he was talking about they had to go there. We said they had to go to an impeachment inquiry. Not that you can't, you know, put out subpoenas, but it. When you get to an impeachment inquiry, you are then part of the Constitution. Yeah. The impeachment yeah. inquiry is a part of the Constitution. Right. Yeah. Courts generally tend to take it more seriously if you put out a subpoena and the administration won't respond to it. Right, And so that's what they're trying to do, and they're trying to get the subpoena for all the bank records. That's what they want. The LLCs, they want to find out all that stuff because... That's where it is. And the other thing is, because everything is political, they already know that the American public and the majority of the American public believe the president is corrupt. The polls show it. It's not me saying it. Right. The polls show it. Uh, raising it to the level of impeachment inquiry, now the media has to pay attention to it.
1: Top of the hour news is brought to you by Hal Products.
2: From the Uniden America Studios, this is Red Eye Radio.
3: All across America and around the planet, we are Red Eye Radio. He's Eric. Mr. Harley over there. Hi. Gary, Mr. McNamara over here. (laughs) Uh, You know, before we get back uh, to the whole thing of the impeachment inquiry, which was the story of the day yesterday. Yeah that the left was going crazy about. But but Trump, but Trump, uh, or not Schumer, uh, Durbin. Uh, Dick Durbin brought up, uh, well, uh, Jared Kushner. Yeah, but we all know what business they're in. You, you know, by doing that, you're actually making the point stronger for Republicans. Yeah, right. All right, well, then what's the difference? You're saying that Jared Kushner did a deal with the Saudis, and it's the same. Okay. Um what was the Biden what was Hunter Biden selling as or uh you know uh, selling and what was Jared Kushner selling? Also, Jared Kushner was uh, this was after he was out of the White House. Yeah. And he did the deal with the Saudi Exactly.
0: The timing is is key and right. How did you learn about each one? Well, we essentially had to learn about the nature of the deals from the, on the Biden family from a laptop that was left in New York City somewhere in a shop. On the Jared Kushner thing, there was really no way you weren't going to find out about that. You may not know the deals of the contract. You may not know the specifics of the contract. But it was a news story. It was a news story that was reported on widely because he's in a legitimate business. Right. You may not like that. You may say, well, that crosses a line. Okay, you're welcome to your opinion. The question is, does Hunters cross a line? And it's clear
3: That it does. And just we uh, we need to mention this because every time uh, for the last 15 years that I've mentioned Dick Durbin, I always mention this. Remember, Dick Durbin is the same U.S. senator that compared U.S. troops to the mass genocidal murderer, Paul Pot. Right. Just always important to recognize and not forget.
0: When referring to Gitmo, he did that. Yeah.
3: Yes. Uh, let's, Let's not forget when... Uh, Democratic senators or any senator will tell lies about U.S. troops for what they believe would be a political advantage. Lies of comparing them to a mass genocidal murderer. Right. Um, oh, you, you know, you mentioned the laptop. You and I talked about this off the air. Oh, where did I see it? It was just so funny. So, read an article yesterday about the and, – and you and I talked about it, but just reading it again is so hilarious about – the, the Hunter Biden is suing, uh, what's his name, Isaac, the uh, the computer shop owner. Mm-hmm. He's, there's there's a lawsuit and suing him <laughs> yeah. for invading his privacy yeah. by going into the laptop. But the interesting thing is, in the lawsuit itself, Hunter Biden won't admit that the laptop <laughs> is his. Right. So he's trying to say that Isaac has invaded his privacy
0: by going into a laptop. That may or may not be his. That may or may not be his. And the only way to the only way to start that lawsuit, the beginning would be to establish whether or not it belongs to Hunter Biden. Right. And he won't even say that it belongs to him.
3: But he's a, and that's why Isaac's lawyers are saying you need to dismiss this because is uh, uh, our, our until he claims it. Right. It, uh, is he? Is he claiming that it's his laptop? Right. Then you may want to proceed and, and see if there's an invasion of privacy, even though he signed his signatures there where he signed it. Was it was it him? Right. Did he bring it in? Is it his laptop? He won't admit that it's his laptop. Right. <laughs> That's just the, and they're like, this is just a stall by the lawyers because yeah, they course. have nothing there. Right. Uh, but I, one thing I do want to uh, correct, because I said taking it to the level of the impeachment inquiry, means that the mainstream media is forced to cover it well not necessarily they've ignored stuff all the time yeah. that they have never ignored that they have, would have never ignored with any other president uh uh you know in history even if it was a democratic president they would have been covered uh, uh more than they have been you know than than the uh than Joe Biden has been covered by the mainstream media uh mm. with uh, all of this but most likely, it would increase the odds that they could not ignore it anymore. They would have to address whether those things are true or not. Right. An impeachment inquiry raises that level where they're forced to cover it. I don't think the media wants to cover it. But I, I'll ask the question again, because the reporter that was asking, and she's not a British or Australian, I don't. I mm. couldn't figure out the accent, but... Mm. When she said there's, you know, there's no evidence, well, sure there's probable cause evidence. Here's what it is, all of these particular things. And then she said, Well, the American people uh believe it's just this would just be political, you know, retribution, revenge, or whatever you want to call it. He mm-hmm. goes, Well, no, it's not because of this, this, and this. And I have to ask the question, are so many reporters just ignoring that all this evidence exists out there, but they don't know about it because they haven't covered it and they don't care to cover it. Therefore, they ask stupid questions or they they make statements like the American people don't see anything here. Well, you haven't been looking at the polls. Right. And so there wasn't just one thing she said wrong. There were two things. Well, there's nothing there. This is obviously just well, there's things there. There's this, 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 this and this. And, and, you know, any federal prosecutor would look at this and say, well, what the hell's going on? Why do you have these 20 LLCs? Right. You know, you have the Biden family itself and you in the media that has moved the goalpost. Right. First, it was you agreed with Joe Biden. He knew nothing. Now you're saying there was an influence peddling scheme going on and everybody in the Biden family knew about it except Joe. Right. So everybody in the Biden family is using Joe. Why aren't Democrats upset at the whole Biden family using Joe and attempting to destroy his presidency now based on what they have done in the past? Right. <clears throat> I mean, it's just you can't you can't win this. That's
0: that's, well, that, that's what it comes down to is is you can't the facts. There are mm-hmm. too many facts on the table already.
3: And so this is happening because Republicans want they already know that there's great suspicions from the public that Biden is corrupt. Right. And now they want to put it on more of an official stage. I must assur- bring witnesses in doesn't mean they have to impeach and they need to bring this up and say, this doesn't mean we're going to impeach. This is to bring the evidence. And I think there probably is a hope that because they can subpoena and get the bank records and everything else, that it will be so damaging that that before you ever even got to an impeachment vote in the Senate. And even if you didn't get to an impe- even if you got to the impeachment vote and or in the House and it didn't pass, you could use that in the next election. Yeah. Right. But yeah. I think the hope is from Republicans. I could be wrong, but I think, the the hope is that the evidence is so damning when presenting to the American public That Biden may have to resign. Now, why they would want him to resign is, you know, the fact that they hope that they can say the Democrats back this corrupt president Mm, and they back the corrupt president and the media back this corrupt president. They hid it from you. They censored it from you. Here is somebody who's been absolutely corrupt, sold the United States for money to enrich his family and the Democrats backed him up, and whoever becomes that vice presidential nominee, or the, not the vice presidential nominee, the the nominee, if Biden dropped out, or he stepped down, if Harris became president, oh man, oh, oh wow, yeah. yeah, they they pro- you know, do you think that's the thing that they look? They have internal polls that show that if, if it was Harris, Trump would win easily. Are there internal polls out there that show that?
0: How has how has no major pollster already done that? Intern- that but internally, I you have to believe
3: they have polls that it's a way it's a way to save the party right now in twenty twenty four. If Trump is the nominee, is to ensure or, or do whatever you can to to damage this administration, and if he if he resigns. Because that's the only way it would go. It's either going to be an impeachment, uh, impeachment vote and then removal from office vote from the Senate. And what you're doing at that point is if everything is so damning. Well, when, when okay. all, when all the, the, wire, the wire transfers and everything, and then all, remember, you're going to have all these witnesses come forward.
0: Right. And so if you look at it from that perspective, let's say he were to step down late winter, early spring, he steps down. She, at that point, I mean, there you've got to put a campaign together. And we have to remind everyone that she was the first to drop out in the Democrats, uh, going back to the primary of 2020. She dropped out before 2020. She dropped out in the first week of December 2019. And it was hard for her to keep her campaign together. The morale in her campaign was extremely low. But then you you ask the question, okay, but would they let Gavin Newsom come in and leapfrog over her to run? If, he would need to primary against her. That's right. the only way the Democratic Party, that's the only way that could happen. But the party is going to support one or the other. the the The
3: problem is, and and this is why the impeachment inquiry is going on. It's going on because they want to really highlight and have it more in. And, and the impeachment inquiry would do it because it would be you would choreographic choreograph. Sure, choreographic, right? Yes, Did I say that right? Yep. Okay. For some reason it sounded wrong in my head, mm-hmm. and <laughs> every, and you would have all the witnesses come forward Bobby Linsky come forward. Schwerin come forward. I yeah. can't think of the other guy's name here at the moment mm-hmm. uh, 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 Devin Archer mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, come come forward. you would subpoena and have Hunter Biden who would have to testify. You may even ask Joe Biden to testify. Mm-hmm. I, I believe you would because the impeachment inquiry is about him right Yeah. And so you say we want you to testify and of course he would refuse at that particular point and the whole the whole thing at that you would have all this evidence you have the subpoenas you would know you know how much money went where you would know who opened the LLCs you would know and if yeah, and did hunter do all of this himself who did it who you and you and i ask these questions mm-hmm. who opened these corporations right these LLCs right. who opened the bank accounts who did all of this right well you subpoena all these records you get all that information Yep. And you find exactly how much money has gone through. America already believes, A poll show it, 60% believe that, and that this is from two months ago, mm. believe the president is corrupt. Right. And that's a number of polls out right. there. And the right. majority of them are not conservative polls right. or Republican pollsters. Right. And
0: so they know he's in trouble with the American public. Well, and if you convince a number of Democrats that aren't convinced right now, which you you could do, both rank and file and also Democrats on Capitol Hill. Because they don't want him to run for president. Because they don't want him. His party doesn't want him to run. So you could at least convince him to the point that they believe he needs to be pressured to step down. Getting to the point of removal through a trial in the Senate may be one thing procedurally that the party doesn't want to go through, but it likely wouldn't happen anyway. If you got to that point, where there was such confidence that he was going to be removed by the Senate, it would be just like Nixon. He would just step down. So all you have to do is gather that basically, and it's through the demonstration, through the actual facts in the case. And we haven't even begun. This is why the impeachment inquiry is necessary. Well, look, bribery, influence, peddling is easy
3: for the American yep. public to understand. It, it's exactly right. Exactly. It's not hard. And that's the problem. And that's why the polls show it it's there, because you say, well, what about these bank accounts? And people go, oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, and it also has it also has the the potential to show not just that, but that Trump as president was getting too close to the fire. And that's why they decided to move on impeachment with him. We've always asked that question about impeachment, number one. That Is he that was getting it, close to this fire and demonstrating the wrongdoing of the Biden family. And that's why they moved on impeachment. Because what he thought was true. Yep. Exactly
3: what he suspected. Eight six six ninety red eye
1: Surviving and thriving as an owner-operator has just as much to do with managing costs as it does with generating revenue. Like the chief financial officer of any company, you have to be concerned about rising costs, especially without increases in revenue. Trying to reduce costs, let alone make sense of them, can be a complicated task. Understanding basic principles of operating costs can save you thousands of dollars a year. A penny saved could be $1,000 earned. Saving just one penny per mile over 100,000 miles driven annually will deliver $1,000 to the bottom line at the end of the year. Owner-Operator Business 101 is provided by Shell Rotella with advanced synthetic technology. For more information, go to OverdriveOnline.com to the Overdrive's Partners in Business section of the website. For more detail on Business 101 and many other topics,
2: get in touch with Red Eye Radio, toll free at 866-90-RED-EYE.
3: It's Friday Radio. He's Eric Hurley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Good morning. Also, uh, when you look at the uh, impeachment uh, inquiry, you do have, you know, you as you mentioned the whole barisma thing, but uh, you have uh, the, the witnesses that will come forward. Uh, I can't think of the guy. I remember, it was on the plane mm. uh, that said no. I mean, he was, you know, that was or was that uh, was that China? That was China. Mm. Yeah. Which one am I thinking of? Is that Burisma or China?
0: Yeah, I think that was China.
3: It was a China. Okay, so you've got the China thing too. You've got China, you got man, there's here's the thing. They when don't you, blend into one, right? Yeah, when when you No, that's the problem. When you break yeah. it all down, there are multi things that you can bring, and that's what you know, and everything that's been brought forward, this is evidence that has come, and this is why they're doing the impeachment inquiry. You've got everything that has come forward over a period of a couple of years. What you do is in a month or two period, you bring everything to an impeachment inquiry to the American public and lay it out for them. Yep. And the impeachment inquiry ups it to that level of, uh oh, they're 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 asking questions and gathering evidence to see if this president should be impeached. Oh, what's going on? I want to pay attention here. And it forces the mainstream media, the political activists, yeah. to defend the president. Well, and because that's what exactly, they do. They, 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 need exactly. to de- they either need to defend him or say, all right, we can't do it anymore, we got to throw him under the bus, because the Jared Kushner defense isn't going to work for the Democrats. No,
0: that's not going to fly. No, and no. the one thing we, we talked about with John Durham being uh, assigned as special prosecutor, we said, look, at the very least, John Durham can tell the story. But he can only tell the story to the, pe- to the point that people will listen, right? Because the reporting on John Durham's report was going to be limited, it was going to be skewed, and... This forces the mainstream media to try and defend Biden. Well, you got to keep in mind the majority of his own party, the left really doesn't want him to run again. There's no reason to take a hit for this president.
3: And who wants to defend him on influence peddling? Exactly. And and so the only choice is you defend him. And we've seen what the defense is. Right. The defense is there's nothing there. Right. And Jared Kushner. Right. Exactly. That's it. I mean, that's the best the Democrats can do. And that's not going anywhere because, number
0: one, when they say there's nothing there, there's no evidence. Well, that's just not true. Right. And saying that the, the American people don't care about it, uh, the polls show different. And it's like right. saying the American people aren't, uh, aren't affected by inflation or that inflation it's, it's is propaganda. just propaganda. <laughs> oh, by
3: the way, we'll get to some of that. Yeah. How inflation has impacted some economic numbers out there.
2: to Red Eye Radio from the Uniden America Studios.
3: And he is Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. Uh, good morning. Thank you for being here. All right, let's hear from Jonathan Turley. All right. Uh, now, uh, he was asked the question, and we already knew the answer to this question. He was asked the question, was he surprised that, uh, you know, that uh, the Republicans are going to go forward with an impeachment inquiry. Now, we knew because he said it weeks ago, that was the next step. Yeah. And so we knew that how he would respond to that. But he had further things to say yesterday about the impeachment inquiry.
7: No, I didn't. I've, I've spoken with Republican members uh, over the months about how to proceed. Uh, With impeachment, if that is what they have to do in the end, there was a degree of inevitability once the evidence began to mount, but also when other evidence was being withheld by the Bidens, by federal agencies. Keep in mind, you'll notice the narrative has changed. Many Democrats are saying, all right, Hunter Biden was engaged in influence peddling, he was selling access to his father, but it was all an illusion. And so the argument now is that these very corrupt figures basically were ripped off by the Bidens, that they gave millions of dollars on an illusion that wasn't real. Well, first of all, these are people who don't usually buy illusions. That's why they're (laughs) renowned for their corruption. Uh, But the question is, how do you know that? I mean, if, if you accept that there was an influence peddling scheme, which is itself a form of corruption, how do you know that it was purely an illusion? We have this complex series of accounts and uh, shell companies being used to transfer these funds to various Biden family members. There's obviously mm. a need to, to investigate. By turning this towards a, a, an impeachment inquiry, doesn't mean you're going to have impeachment, but it makes it more likely you're going to get these answers.
0: So here's what the White House said in response, Ian Sams, a spokesman for the White House Counsel's Office, saying, opening impeachment, despite zero evidence of wrongdoing by POTUS, is simply red meat for the extreme right wing so they can keep baselessly attacking him. Uh, This is the narrative, obviously, that the White House has been pursuing, that there's nothing to see here. (laughs) AND THAT THIS IS JUST SIMPLY A POLITICAL EXERCISE. BUT THAT WOULD SEEM TO BELIE ALL OF THE EVIDENCE, OR BE belied AT LEAST BY THE EVIDENCE THAT THESE HOUSE COMMITTEES HAVE COME UP WITH.
7: WELL, THE WHITE HOUSE STAFF HAS GOT TO BE CAREFUL. THEY ARE BECOMING PART OF THIS NARRATIVE. THEY ARE MAKING DENIALS OF FACTS THAT, FRANKLY, ARE WELL KNOWN. The president has engaged in wrongdoing because he's lied to the American public. I mean, I don't know anyone that seriously questions now that the president has lied for years. You know, we have witnesses like Tony Bubilinski saying that not only did the president discuss business dealings, he sat down with the president to brief him on uh, these dealings. You have Evan Archer, who said outright that the president's denials were Mm. patently false. That's evidence. Those are witnesses who had direct contact. Uh, with the president and so denying the reality is not going to help and polls indicate that the public isn't buying it the vast majority of the public believes that the president was involved in these dealings and so we've got to really put an end to this nonsense because it treats the American people like morons I mean they want to see answers as to how far this corruption went that's not asking much and impeach, the impeachment inquiry will get those answers, I think, in, in, in quick order. And, and I think that the, the White House knows that.
3: Exactly what we said. And that's why when we had played Scott Perry before and the reporter saying that the American public doesn't, uh, you know, they don't they don't see any type of corruption. And we said, well, you're wrong on she was wrong on that. And she was also wrong on the fact that, you know, there's no evidence or probable cause for an impeachment inquiry. So. Once that defense goes and there's three defenses, this is the best the Democrats can do. And if this is the best they can do when you haven't even you haven't gone through the impeachment inquiry and looked at the actual evidence that exists, uh, then they're in trouble and they know they're in trouble because the only response from Democrats, the only defense of the president is we know the one the 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 one and this is where they've moved the goalpost, which is of course it was influence peddling going on, but it was an illusion that Hunter Biden was selling an illusion. He was selling corrupt people around the world the illusion. And they were paying him tens of millions of dollars and they were only get the they were getting the illusion that Joe Biden was doing something for them. And then Hunter Biden was taking that money and it was being distributed to all members of the family who were involved in the corruption. Everybody was involved except Joe Biden is what they're trying to sell. That's not the best defense. No. <laughs> yeah, Especially when we know and you have other witnesses that will come forward and say, no, Joe Biden knew about it. And we know that Joe Biden himself has lied all along to get to the point where we are now with this new new uh new narrative. So that isn't going to work. The other defense is Jared Kushner mm-hmm. completely different. Yep. Jared Kushner made a deal with the Saudis, but the Trumps are in and Jared Kushner's in a legitimate business.
0: And deals like that are often right. widely reported. How did you yeah. learn about the the all of the deals with Hunter Biden? well you had to learn about it ultimately from the laptop this wasn't something it was something that was suspected for the longest time but in terms of the level of deals that were being made with hunter biden look at the difference has has trump ever said i don't know anything about jared kushner I don't know anything about his business. I don't know anything about my sons or their business. Or It's quite the opposite. They put their name on the side of their products, (laughs) including buildings and jets and helicopters and golf courses, and I'm guessing golf balls on the golf courses, (laughs) (laughs) and everything else. It's out in the open. But with Hunter, you have to dig. Why? Tell me what business he's in. Tell me what business the other family members are in. Oh, my gosh. It actually exists. The golf ball? Set of Trump golf
3: balls. Yeah. $29.99 at Walmart. There you go. No. <laughs> 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 Make America golf again, and, and used used golf balls on eBay. Three ball pack of Trump golf balls, and there's his picture right on the side. He's like smiling. Here you go. When you saw that, I went. I had a check. Where? Yeah, I wonder if there are Trump golf balls. That would yeah. be a that would be a, a normal thing. You know, That's normal the thing other MAGA.
0: That's the other MAGA. Make America golf again. Yes. <laughs>
3: so, in this, oh wow. Titleist Pro-V golf balls, the Trump Crest logo on both the box and on each golf ball. Titleist wow. Pro-V ones are good mm. golf balls, very expensive. Mm. Too expensive for me. I don't like losing a $5 golf ball.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, it's like, <laughs> my, uh, my sister-in-law was talking about a friend of hers that is able to get, uh, that they find these very expensive golf balls. I didn't know until just the other day how expensive they could be. And she says the really good ones she gives to my brother-in-law because he golfs. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, then they sell. It's a friend of theirs. Then they sell the others.
3: Yeah, I'm looking right here. 12 golf balls. Titleist Pro V1. (laughs) $57 for 12 golf balls. Yeah. (laughs) It's almost $5 a golf ball. Wow. I don't pay that. I don't pay that for golf balls. No. Not with the number that I yeah. lose.
7: Yeah.
3: Uh but you know that but that's the other, that's a defense. And so you look at the defense, look at all the defenses that the Democrats have right now, because right. you heard all of them yesterday. Right. There's nothing there whatsoever. We know that's not uh true. The American public believes that the Republicans this is just revenge. That is not true. Yeah. Uh and uh the what was the last one? Uh oh Jared Kushner. Yeah. Jared Kusher, those are the three defenses. They don't mean anything. You're not, you 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 can't make the case. And as we've always stated, the biggest problem for the Bidens and for the Democrats in this one is all the evidence. And we we'll, we compared it to Trump and Russia collusion. With Russia collusion, there were all these allegations against Trump, but you had no evidence. Right. There was never any evidence that came forward that said, That Trump colluded. There was never direct. There were allegations and there were things like the mysterious dossier. Well, the dossier says it. Well, who the hell made the dossier? Hillary Clinton's campaign made the dossier and it was a bunch of lies. We know that now when that finally came out. Everything that we know about Biden here, influence peddling, bribery, whatever. None of it is Republican allegations looking for the evidence all of it is directly from Hunter Biden's laptop. Yep. Hunter Biden and Joe Biden's emails. Wow, we haven't even gotten to the uh the uh, the pseudonym uh emails right. the, fake, the all the fake different emails right. that 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 existed out there that story that came before we went on vacation a couple of weeks ago when uh, that came out but all the evidence comes from Hunter's laptop, Hunter's business associates, and actual bank accounts and fake corporations that were set up that we know of because the Treasury Department got the suspicious activity reports from the banks, and the banks filed those suspicious Activity reports because they fear money laundering is going on. None of it came from Republicans with just an allegation. And by the way, some Republican needs to say it just the way that I said it right now. Yeah. Line it out that way. <clears throat> and line it out. Yep. And that's the problem that the Bidens and the, and the Democrats have right now. I think as this impeachment inquiry goes on. You're going to have more and more Democrats come out and say, you know, he's too old to be the president.
0: Well, yeah, and and I think you're starting to see more and more of that. It was over this past weekend, which is interesting because of the timing. Because McCarthy had been talking about impeachment inquiry and most believed that he would likely pull the trigger on it. Well, this past weekend, you, you saw more and more. Sure. And Who what they did say- is they would couple it with Diane Feinstein. Uh, they even one article brought in Donald Trump. Well, how old is too old? And, you know, of course, at yeah. the top of that heap is Joe Biden. Well, it's only a matter of time before that tide starts to turn. And the difference between this and what a John Durham report will do and also the difference between this and the other impeachments. If you think about it. When Nadler was saying, you can't do this, you can't do this one-sided deal. Well, the Republicans want Hunter Biden up there trying to defend himself. They want Joe Biden up there trying to defend himself. They want witnesses, unlike the Democrats. They wanted to control who could be a witness. Well, the fact of the matter is you want anybody and everybody in this case because the truth is working for you. The facts are working for you. The more people you get up there, the better, and the more you can demonstrate what has happened. This is going to be very different than the Trump impeachments, very different than the Durham report.
3: Very different from the January
0: 6th committee. Oh, vastly different
3: from January 6th. Republicans, I believe, will say Democrats. Bring your best forward. Yep, bring it. Because Democrats don't even want to get involved in it. No, they, they say, don't want to talk right, about. it. They don't want to talk about it at all. And the the arguments are they going to use that argument? Yeah. There's no evidence here. Well, actually, we just have the subpoenas from all these right things going on. We have all these witnesses. They yep. look stupid at that point when they say there's nothing there. And they look, you know, and that's funny because Turley said that, and Turley said the exact same thing we said. The polls all show the American public believes the president is corrupt, and the media, that woman. Today, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing. The Democrats, there's nothing. The White House, there's nothing. And as he said, he goes, you're insulting the intelligence of the Ameri- of, of the average American right. who already believes and
0: suspects that he's corrupt already. And you're saying there's absolutely nothing. Well, there is something. It's like saying there's no inflation. It's only <clears throat> propaganda. When the American people are out there, the ones paying for everything, they know. They know it already. You can't say it's propaganda. It's very real. And you can't say that the American people don't feel the way they do on this because the polls show it. They know.
3: 866-90-RED-EYE.
2: Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio.
3: It's Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Carlile, I am Gary McNamara. Whoa, coming up on the top of the hour, that story that the CIA tried to pay off CIA analyst employees, right, to bury findings that the COVID lab leak was, uh, you know, was a was a lab leak, right? Yeah, unbelievable. Bury
0: that whole narrative. Wow. That
3: and some economic news coming up. All across America, we are Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Good morning. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, you read a story like this and you say, is everything in the federal government corrupt? Is there anything where corruption and, and lies uh, haven't been sanctioned? This story came out yesterday. The CIA, here's the headline, CIA tried to pay off analysts to bury findings that COVID lab leak was likely. According to a whistleblower. The Central Intelligence Agency offered to pay off analysts in order to bury their findings that COVID nineteen most likely leaked from a lab in Wuhan, China. New whistle <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> new whistleblower testimony. The Congress alleges a senior level CIA officer told House committee leaders that his agency tried to pay off six analysts who found SARS-CoV-2 likely originated in a Wuhan lab if they changed their position and said the virus jumped from animals to humans, according to a letter sent Tuesday to CIA Director William Burns. Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Pandemic Chairman Brad Wenstrup and Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence Chairman Mike Turner requested all documents, communications, and pay information from the CIA's COVID discovery team by September 26. According to the whistleblower, at the end of its review, six of the seven members of the team believed the intelligence and science were sufficient to make a low-confidence assessment that COVID-19 originated from a laboratory in Wuhan, China. Uh, The whistleblower further contends that to come to the eventual public determination of uncertainty, the other six members were given a significant monetary incentive to change their position. They said, noting that the analyst were experienced officers with significant scientific expertise. Uh, Wenstrup and Turner asked for documents and communications between the CIA and other federal agencies, including the State Department, the FBI, the Department of Health and Human Services, and the Energy Department. In a separate letter, the House committee leaders identified former CIA chief operating officer Andrew McCritus, of playing a central role in the COVID investigation and asked for him to sit for a transcribed interview. The CIA responded, Yesterday at the CIA, we are committed to the highest standards of analytic rigor, integrity, and objectivity. We do not pay analysts to seek, reach uh, specific conclusions. We take these allegations extremely seriously and are looking into them, we will keep our congressional oversight committees appropriately informed.
0: Well, all right, because the allegation is that six members of this seven-member team took the money. They got the money. They received the money. That's the allegation. That That's easy to determine. Because if they did... That would be, if it's, again, the word significant, that's a sizable bonus or whatever you want to call it for each of those six members. And if they took it, there's a money trail. Yeah, this story doesn't have that they took the money. They were given significant monetary incentive to change their position. They were given the incentive.
3: Oh, okay. alright. I
0: I didn't read it that way. I read this it. This is that, the headline that it was at, offered. This is the this is the okay. headline at the uh at National Review. CIA okay. officials took hush money. Wow. Bear, they were given the money. Oh, okay. Wow. Because
3: this headline is CIA tried to pay off analysts right. to bury findings. I
0: saw both versions of yeah. that. So if the money was given to them, that's easy to prove. Why the money was given to them will be the difficult part. And and who authorized it. Exactly.
3: Who in the CIA said, and and think about this. We know that politically, uh, politically, you had people that did not want to upset China. Right. But think about this. The CIA exists. For one reason and one reason only. To provide information to our government about what's really going on. Mm -hmm. Accurate intelligence. The politicians decide what to do with that intelligence. Right. But the CIA exists to provide accurate intelligence so our politicians can decide what the proper course of action is For any event that's happening worldwide, including, because the most important thing is, intelligence on our enemies. Well, most would say that China is not a friend. Right. So it's one thing for a politician to sit there and say, well, in this case, I really don't want to offend them, so we don't want this information coming out right now. And there could be legitimate reasons. Right. And I'm just saying generically, there could be, you know, certain considerations for that. But here you have the CIA. That is because remember, when the CIA report first came out, it doesn't go to the public first. It goes to the politicians. It doesn't necessarily have to be released. So you're trying to influence the politicians in the CIA. Or excuse me. The politicians in the U.S. government. You're trying to influence them, possibly, into a certain direction about what one of our adversaries might have been doing, and giving incorrect information to protect that adversary. Well, who authorized that? Right. Where did that in, Where did that
0: come down from? Right. Because the allegation is that these six that that if they took the money, they took the money in order to change their narrative, the the outcome of their investigation, officially. So if all of those events happened, if the money was given and then it was changed, is there evidence that it was changed? And does it correlate with them receiving, again, a significant amount of money? This would be easy to prove. Well, from
3: what I can tell, I mean, the other letter asked for that specific senior analyst. Right. You know, and they want to do an interview with him, which means they have the names. Yes. We're not being told everything here in these stories. no, No. From the whistleblower. No. But if one person has been asked for an interview... Well, that means they know all the names of the CIA agents. This right. isn't going to be hard to figure out. But the important part is who ordered it, right?
0: Who would give and, that and directive?
3: What, did you in the story you're looking at? Was there a timeline? I didn't see a timeline of what date this happened. I didn't when, see. I didn't see a right. timeline because that's that's extremely important too. Was this early on? Who early on would have said, "No, we don't want the public to know this." Or we don't want the politicians to know what's truly going on. You know, who would who would have done that? Who would have ordered who would have ordered that that happened would have come to that decision to do it? Well, in all likelihood, wouldn't have been Trump. Right. He was being criticized for calling it the China virus for being a xenophobe for that. Right. And early on it was the Democrats who were pounding the fact. And it was people like Fauci that was pounding the fact that no, 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 this and and we all we, we know what was happening early on there, that they actually thought at that point, you know, there were the those members of the medical community that always thought that this could have been engineered. And, or, and could, or or could have been a, a
0: a lab leak and or engineered. And here's directly from the letter, from the subcommittee to CIA Director William Burns. The whistle. This is uh, part of the letter. Uh, in the second paragraph of the letter, the whistleblower further contends that to come to the eventual public determination of uncertainty, the other six members were given a significant monetary incentive to change their positions. They were given the money. That implies that transaction took place. That's easy enough to determine whether they got significant uh, bonuses or whatever during this time. Then to correlate it with them changing their position on the origins of the virus. Shouldn't be too hard either, except for the fact that did you have anything initially that said otherwise? Is there any record of them saying otherwise that it didn't that it that it did come from a lab leak? And then they changed it, I'm guessing, based on the nature of the CIA, if you're looking to cover something like this, because this has to come from the top. How does this not come from the top? How does this happen? When you mean the top, you mean the top of the CIA, the director of the CIA, right? How does the director not know about it? I guess anything is possible. We'll leave it out there, but you're going to, you're going to be. It's going to be a challenge to convince me of that. So if they took the money. You can prove that. You can prove whether or not they got, I guess it would be deemed a bonus. I don't know. And all six of them got the bonus. And was it the same amount of money for each of them? I, you know, it doesn't say. Again, what's the timeline? And also does it correlate and and how does it correlate with their their reports and their conclusion on the origin of the virus.
3: Uh, Gina Haspel was the CIA
0: director, director yes.
3: from yes. 2018 to 2021, right? Because mm-hmm. right. initially it was Mike Pompeo. He was there from right. 2017 to 2018. Right. And so the question is, who authorized? Now, we don't know what the timeline is on this. We don't know mm-hmm. if it was. You know, it when it, this was they're talking about the Biden administration. But you're right by the way that is written, saying to come to the public determination mm-hmm. that we you know, there was we we can't answer it. Right. You know, it's undetermined. Mm-hmm. That was the that that was the information that was disseminated to the public is what that letter is stating. Right. And therefore, the money was paid to them
0: to change it. And they did. If you wow. just have one witness in that group that's close enough to that fire, and you have the the proof that the money was paid, I'm guessing they didn't leave it under a bridge somewhere in a bag. Well, but if you're look, what you're what you're saying
3: is the CIA is protecting our adversaries. Yes. Instead of they're doing the op, that would be doing the opposite.
0: Well, paying, paying this off their true, own as paying, paying off, off their, their own, own to We're protect. Not- Right. We're not talking about somebody who's on the outside of the CIA. Right. The allegations are that we paid not just one, we paid six. And how much of an incentive, if you're a
3: CIA age analyst, do you need to not tell the truth?
0: How much money does
7: that <laughs>
0: encompass? Well, well, I mean, you're, you know, we're talking about a clandestine organization, much of what they do is not telling the truth Uh, to the public. But inside, that's very different.
3: Well, yeah, but their job is to tell the truth. The the politicians may not tell the truth. Their job is
0: to find intel. Right. And that's their job. Unfortunately, it doesn't always turn out to be that the truth gets to the outside.
3: But their their job is to tell the truth Mm -hmm. to the president of the United States.
0: Yes, or in the case of Obama, or, or, change it before you give it to him.
3: Well, no, that. But I, I was just going to bring that up. <laughs> yeah. Remember that was that was that about Iraq and? Uh, I was it was situation?
0: Afghanistan? Afghanistan, and Iraq.
3: Iraq. yeah. Where where they were saying that they were changing the, the narrative? Yeah, the information they were giving to Obama was not
0: accurate. Right,
3: and they were changing it on purpose back then. Right, and we already know the rot with uh, Brennan and Clapper mm-hmm. that existed there. The politics there.
0: Right. Wow. There's long been uh, a a problem between Intel and policymakers. The complaint from Intel is that we give it to policymakers and they change it. The allegation during the Obama years was they changed it and then gave it to Obama. Obama. I mean, who knows what the truth is? But the fact of the matter is, is that if you, you can show the correlation here, you can certainly determine... Whether or not they were given money, unless they're paid in Bitcoin or all cash in a bag under a bridge. 86690 Red Eye.
2: Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio.
3: Right on Radio, he is Eric Harley, and uh, I'm Gary McNamara. So, yeah, you see that story of the that the CIA whistleblower saying that CIA analysts were paid off. Bribed. Yeah. That's a bribe. Yeah, right. Yeah. Were, were bribed to change their analysis of uh, the COVID virus and where it came from because they thought it came, you know, most likely came from a lab leak and the whistleblower is stating that they were paid off and the question would be well who authorized that well, well who, and you know who 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 point? that point and we don't know a timeline we don't know if this happened well, during it's, the, the it's, trump administration or happened after, during right. the biden administration and
0: it says according to the whistleblower at the end of its review 6 of the 7 of the team believed the intelligence and science were sufficient to make <clears throat> A uh, low confidence assessment that COVID-19 originated from a laboratory in Wuhan, China. At the end of its review, again, that doesn't tell us much about the the timeline, but was it more recent? Was it during the current administration or was it during the Trump administration? Um, And and also the process of that. You know, you asked the question, well, who approved offering them money because if you were to go in and say to these six officers uh, at the cia listen this is for the greater good our job is to gather the intel we can't always tell the truth to the american public we can't always tell the you know you got to do this for the greater good because our relationship with china or whatever you know however you're going to do it and you know then you You know, you wave the flag and, you know, you you kind of get them based on that. That wasn't going to work. Yeah. But yeah. But the CIA does not directly communicate with the public. I know that. But what I'm saying is you're trying to make you're trying to convince six of these officers. What someone had to come up with, we're going to have to pay them large sums of money Mm. to do this. (laughs) No, you made a great point. That what this is not just for the greater good of our country, that you couldn't sell them on an idea like that. You're going to have to actually sell them with hard cash.
3: Well, let me ask you a question. Was it done officially? Did it go into their paychecks? You asked that question. Right. Or was it cash off the books? Right.
2: And get a word in edgewise. Eric Harley and Gary McNamara on Red Eye Radio.
3: And uh, he is Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. Good morning. Thank you for uh, uh, being here. Well, some economic news Mm -hmm. out there. And by the way, I just think my computer just went on the fritz. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah, there it is. There it is. Um. Uh, this uh, from Fortune, inflation was so bad last year that real household income tumbled the most in 12 years. That news came out mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, U.S. inflation-adjusted household income fell in 2022 by the most uh, in over a decade, highlighting the toll of a higher cost of living and expiration of pandemic-era programs. The median income last year was 74000 580 compared with uh, $76,330 in 2021, according to the Census Bureau's annual reports on income, poverty, and health insurance coverage. The 2.3% drop in incomes, which was the most since 2010, marked the third straight annual decline, which has been a feature of past recessions like the global financial crisis the dot-com bubble, and the downturn of the early 1990s. Uh, the report paints a concerning picture of the financial health of American families. Halfway through the uh, Biden's presidency, even as the economy remains strong by many measures, and inflation has cooled significantly from last year's peak, it's still proven to be a political roadblock for as Biden seeks a second term. Tuesday's data included two gauges of poverty, The official U.S. poverty rate, which is calculated before taxes and excludes stimulus payments and tax credits, edged lower to 11.5% from 11.6% in the prior year. The rate has been roughly cut in half uh, over the past six decades and reached a record low before the pandemic okay so that was the that was the 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 poverty rate mm. however the supplemental poverty measure which is based on post tax income and includes government transfer payments like stimulus checks rose to 12.4% last year which means uh so that is Yeah, if you include the government transfer payments, which is not a part of your real income. Right, right. And so that's taken away, and so you make the measure of what you were making before COVID to after COVID, the poverty rate has actually gone up. It was the first increase since 2010, which is part reflected by the end of the government pandemic-era programs and stimulus payments. For children, the poverty rate more than doubled last year. The figure also helped explain, while Americans have felt like they're in a recession. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: <laughs> as we said, you can say whatever you want. You can say GDP. You can throw out GDP. It doesn't can, matter. doesn't matter. what doesn't matter. If your buying power is depleted, and here's the thing, it affects everyone. The interesting thing is, as we have said, though,
3: and i'm trying to find the what was the st- other oh, there was another story that i had here that that broke the numbers down in a in a in a in a different way uh here it is uh americans inflation adjusted median household income fell okay it is an in inflation adjusted to 74,000 declining 2.3% mm. the amount has dropped 4.7% since 2019 Um, let me see here. Wage growth for the typical worker outstripped inflation starting in December of 2022. Yeah, but we know it's gone back down, though. Haven't wages gone down in the last couple of months? Uh, I'd have to look. Yeah, yeah we did this. Yeah, a couple. We, we did this. Yeah. We did this a couple of weeks ago. Mm.
6: Yep.
0: Spending uh, power is dropping dramatically. And that's basically what people measure. Your dollar doesn't go as far. It really is that simple. And if you're not, my gosh, <laughs> cost of inflation raise. I'm talking about breaking the the backs of all employers. I mean, there, there are a few. I saw where um, Amazon is increasing the pay for their contract delivery uh Group, so uh, I think it's going to get to an average of over tw- just over twenty bucks an hour. Well, twenty bucks an hour is not a lot of money. It certainly isn't a lot of money right now. You look at the cost of pretty much everything. Uh, one family member uh, the other day posted about the. The cost for back-to-school items, which is something that's become foreign to me because we haven't had kids in school for a long time. But, you know, paying attention to my kids and their their kids going back to school, you know, now, right now, it's harder on families than ever. August is one of those months where it's like, okay, they need all – the school said it. They gave us this list. These are the (laughs) things they need plus uniforms or whatever else might apply. And even if it's not uniforms, it's usually shoes, a couple of outfits at least. And it's almost like going through Christmas in August. And families are struggling to get there because their dollar just doesn't go as far. It just doesn't. And this is further indication of that. You're just it. It doesn't matter what, as you mentioned, doesn't matter what the GDP says, doesn't matter what the official numbers say, doesn't matter what AOC says about inflation. It's real when you're paying for it every day. It's something that you have to deal with every single day. The chatter about it is meaningless.
3: Yeah, and that's why, I mean, there's been a number of stories uh, that actually came out last week. I mean, post Labor, you know, post Labor Day, and mm-hmm. getting into September now, where it's like Democrats and the stories. Democrats are worried because it's not the promotion that the economy is doing great isn't working, right? And and you and I had said this when they sat there and said, you know, the White House all of a sudden came up. Let's call this great economy Bidenomics, and we're like, what are you idiots or what? <laughs> you What me? type of idiots are are in there? That's the last thing that you would do is because unless you're, you're
0: throwing them under the bus.
3: <laughs> no. You're right though. No, you're absolutely right because there's no way a, a, if you're in politics and you're looking at and saying, look, the GDP looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we can the GDP is not an indication of what families are actually feeling. Mm-hmm. Nobody said that in the White House. Nobody said that because remember, they have meetings about everything. Nobody sat there and said, "Don't do that." Right. Don't do that. Look, look, we can say the economy is doing well and we still understand that families are hurting and that's how they're going to judge it. And here's how we're going to help families. But don't say the economy is doing great and the public is stupid right. and haven't caught up to the great economy yet. Right? Don't do that and then say, and that's because Bidenomics is working for everyone when it's not working. And then saying, well... There's so much propaganda out there from the Republicans uh-huh. that the, the public is too stupid to understand that the economy is great. How can the public be so stupid? They don't know that the economy is doing great. Then they realized that wasn't working, so they said, well, there's a lag effect. Yeah. But that's meaningless to people that are hurting right now. Right. There's a lag effect. I like well, that one. That the- was my favorite one. There's a lag effect. Of- lag effect the economy is actually growing and do, and doing very very well and everybody's going to see it and and it's been happening but because it's been bad for a long time
0: because of Trump yeah <laughs> you know, well what is what actually is a lag effect at, in terms <clears throat> of the reporting on inflation is housing is the 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 cost for shelter and we knew that because the private sector was pointing that out the people who own multifamily homes these corporations that own apartment buildings all over america they were saying look we're seeing it they know and they know the effect on it and so as it starts to actually hit you know the official numbers which it started to over the summer this is not going to get any better and it's a it's a compounding effect we have to point this out every time we talk inflation. This is on top of the inflation last year. The rate of inflation may have dropped, but prices are still going up. Yeah.
3: And to not and, and and the one thing is when there is a certain elitism that infuriates people when they're hurting and you tell them, no, things are great, you just don't recognize it right and for the for nobody in the but this is how this is how isolated they are yep. yep because you and i often put on our political consulting hat and just say if we were political consultants well if we're sitting in that room somebody has to stand up and say no don't call it bidenomics right because when you call it bidenomics the republicans are going to use it against you saying they're, you know what you're going through right now? You know how you're feeling right now? The administration, Biden, has decided to call what you're going through Bidenomics. Yeah. He's actually taking responsibility for your personal economy right now, where your buying power is down, your wages are down. And he's telling you it's fantastic and great. And there is that certain elitism in there when you choose to ignore it. The same with AOC for saying... Inflation is just propaganda being thrown out by Republicans. My God, even Democrats have to roll their eyes going,
0: shut up. You know, you look at gas prices, too. Because we're right now we're between driving seasons. We're past the summer driving season. And we're not yet heading into the holiday season. And it means typically quite often that that gas prices will drop during this time demand will come down because we're not taking long road trips. And right now we're twelve cents higher than we were a year ago on the average for unleaded gasoline. And that may not seem like a lot, but there is again this effect as it piles onto all the other costs that people have to incur incur. This is something that is not nothing. It's not a small thing. In fact, it's one more thing that people have to pay for. Saw the article. The new iPhone is only going to be a hundred dollars more than the last model. <laughs> it's only a hundred dollars more. <laughs> you know, it's it, and wow. it's it, it's all of these things that that just pile up. And at some point you have to make a decision. And adults are having to make those decisions all the time right now. Get a roommate, get two roommates, move in with your parents. You know, over and over again, I saw an article uh, yesterday about this lady who's retired in Florida. And she was living at home. The home was closed after the hurricane and uh, the not this past hurricane, another hurricane. Uh, And then she lived with a friend. And then that friend lost their home, so now she's living in her car. Now, you know, there's probably, there's so many variations as to what's going on with any one person. But people are having to, there's no doubt, people are having to make housing choices right now in big ways. Mm -hmm. And you're seeing it in commercial real estate, office space. It's not just San Francisco. It's not just these cities where companies are moving out. They're right now major buildings. Now, Wall Street will tell you, yeah, but those are deals that are where other corporations are going to come in and buy these office buildings in the future. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to be the case. But that's a snapshot of where we are right now. That so many, so much of this office space is empty. And they'll buy them at greatly reduced prices. Yep. Yep.
3: Eight six six ninety 90 I It's tonight radio. He is Eric Harley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Coming up, following the top of uh, the uh, the hour, man, you saw the president of Iran came out yesterday. Now we'll spend the six billion wherever we want. Yeah, we look right. like complete and total right. idiots. Right. We'll have uh, and what's his name Kirby was uh, was on Fox News,
6: mm-hmm.
3: and uh, said, "Well, aren't by doing this, aren't you encouraging? Aren't you encouraging? Uh, uh you know, foreign nations." To kidnap our people because you're so willing right. to pay ransom right. at any time. Right. Well, people really shouldn't go to Iran. Well, why not? If you're wow. gonna, ba- if they get kidnapped and you'll bail them out, why not? Mm-hmm. Right. For whatever reason they wish to go. I mean, it's just it's so horrible. in the administration, this money will only be spent for humanitarian reasons. The next day, the Iranian president will spend it however we want to spend it. You're not going to tell
0: us how to spend our money. Yeah. Just wow, idiots.
2: Is Red Eye Radio
3: all across America and around the world? We are Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Harley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Yeah, just uh, uh, an, an update on the the, uh, the deal with uh, Iran that the United States made. Just horrible, and and we look we look so terrible. And look, when we talk about prisoner swaps, normally when these things happen, it's pretty uncomfortable because. When you have a prisoner swap, for example, uh, you, you you know we look at uh, Obama, uh, Bo Bergdahl. And you look at the fact that, yeah, uh, he wasn't an American patriot, right? That you know was kidnapped. He walked off his post, right? As we all know, and the search for him got people injured and killed, right? And so when Obama made it seem like he was some type of, you know, hero. And it was a great deal to release five Taliban leaders who went out, and then when they were released, went back to their jobs, yeah, which was to kill Americans, right? You looked at it and you went, bad deal, bad deal across the board. Uh, when you look at prisoner ex- uh, ex- uh, exchanges or whatever, when because I, I, you know, I guess prisoners. You could you could call them even if they're innocent of doing anything, but the vast majority of Americans that they get have done nothing. Right. When we talk about our enemies out there, our adversaries who take our people, but this is a case. And let me just—I want to—who wrote it? Uh, here it is. Um, hostage negotiations are difficult and almost always involve hard uh, hard trade-offs. Uh, in practice. Uh, getting Americans home has meant exchanging them for some unsavory people, mm-hmm. and that's true. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times you're talking about people who might have been in prison for a while, who you want to keep, but odds are they're not going to be a danger to your country. You may sit there and say, ah, they're in prison for life. They actually deserve to be there, and it's unfair because the American was innocent mm-hmm. or it was a minor crime. Brittany Griner, for example, if you look at that you know, right. that that trade there. Right. Uh, but he's, but as they write, what stands out in this deal is a $6 billion ransom. Though Mr. Blinken says it will be available only for humanitarian trade, <laughs> like food and medicine, the reality is that the waiver now frees up funds for Iran's nuclear program, terrorism, and proxy wars. Now, are they going to back off on the deal? Now that on NBC uh, last night, the Iranian president stated that the money that will be unfrozen under... This deal, he said, belongs to the Islamic Republic of Iran and naturally we will decide, the Islamic Republic of Iran will decide to spend it wherever we need it. Lester Holt then asked, you believe this money was wrongfully taken from Iran, uh, but what is your expectation for its use? Uh, We're told that it's for humanitarian purposes, food and medicine. Do you believe you have the right to use that money in any way you see fit? He responded, this money belongs to Iran, and naturally, we will decide. Now, will the United States back off on the deal now?
0: Right. No. Will they? um, Well, and why would you even say something? It, It sounded stupid when he said it. When Blinken wanted everybody to believe it. Iran's going to do with that money what they want to do with that money. And we all know that they're sponsoring terrorism. And I'm sure at least part of that $6 billion will go to just that. So because what stands out uh, in
3: this deal is a $6 billion ransom, though Mr. Blinken says it will be available only for humanitarian trade. Well, we know that's not true. So we don't know who Blinken was dealing with. But they had no problem st- stating before the deal was even done, no, we're going to spend the money wherever we want. Right. So either Blinken is lying or he's being lied to and being a fool again. Uh, he goes, uh, but the reality is the waiver now frees up the money for Iran's nuclear program, terrorism, and proxy wars. We'd feel better about this deal if the Biden administration had negotiated from a position of strength, but the White House has been eager to give the Iranians what they want. Why is this administration so willing to give the world's largest exporter of terrorism, a lot of it targeted at the United States, whatever they want? Why is this administration so willing to cater to the needs and wants of Iran, is the question. But the White House has been eager to give the Iranians what they want, such as reviving the failed nuclear deal. The Iranians should at least come clean about retired FBI agent Robert Levinson, who was abducted in Iran in 2007 and whose body still hasn't been returned, though he is sought to have died in Iranian custody. The worst result is that this ransom will encourage more hostage taking. Iran has profited from grabbing these Americans, and the U.S. has given other nations No reason to fear doing the same Mm -hmm. until the U.S. demonstrates that snatching Americans will have significant costs. The world's rogues will keep taking them. We look like a but not look. We are in this administration when it comes to this and a ton of other things, but especially this. We look like complete idiots. We look like fools. Yeah,
0: because we are because we are. Yeah. It's moronic. Just amazing, just
3: amazing, and then the idiocy of Blinken. Oh no! Under uh, the deal, uh, it's good. it can only be used for humanitarian aid. The next day, the Iranian president. The deal's not done yet. No, no way. We'll spend it wherever we want. We look like complete. We look. I mean, it, it actually comes out. We usually Why does this administration wish to enable it? It's almost as if, and and with this administration, you can you can safely say this. They're lying to the American people what the deal is really about. They wish to help Iran.
0: Well, I was waiting the other day. I was waiting for Blinken to say, well, you know, from their position, humanitarian aid would mean death to America. (laughs) That to them is a humanitarian (laughs) cause. And who are we to judge? Love is love. And hate is hate. Hate, hate. Hate is hate. I mean... Tell me. Oh my God. Tell me that what I just said is any more ridiculous than the deal itself. No, it's not. But I have to ask this question. They know it's not going to be
3: used for humanitarian aid. Right. right. Blinken knows that. He lied to the American public about that. Yep. That's that's why the Iranian president was so quick to say no. It's our money. We'll spend it wherever we want. You're not going to dictate what we do. So, Blinken and the administration again—they lied about Afghanistan. They're lying about this. Yeah, Obama lied about the original Iran deal.
0: Yeah, our and nuke building budget was short, right around five point nine billion. The humanitarian aid will
3: go to help people be employed in our nuclear program. Exactly, and it will keep our terrorists employed. It's a jobs program. It's a, exactly. But here's another case where I believe the administration is lying to the American people. They knew it wasn't going to be used for humanitarian aid. They know they can't sell it to the American people. The administration, Blinken knows, the secretary knows he cannot sell it. And the administration knows they can't sell this to the American people unless they say, well, it's only for humanitarian aid. So they lie to the American people about Mm -hmm. it. and We know they lied. Yeah. It wasn't even as if uh, uh, Iran agreed to that. They just said that to the American
0: people, I believe. Well, and the borders are secure. And the economy's doing great.
3: And the entire, I have to throw this in, and the entire Hunter Biden, Joe Biden influence peddling is just a ridiculous thing for the Republicans to investigate because it's simply love
0: inflation is propaganda. Republican right-wing conspiracy. Love is love. It's a jobs program. The people of Iran will benefit.
6: I'm
3: I mean, right lying to the American people.
0: It's it is a flat out lie. Can
3: they tell the truth about anything?
0: Well look, I mean you think about everything right now over and over again. You Look at the botched exit of Afghanistan. Look at all the lies told during that exit and after. They don't mind handing Afghanistan over to the Taliban in an effort to create a terrorism super state. Six billion to Iran. Huh. That's, That's not nothing. nothing. Yeah. Come on, Jack. It's not your money. We, not only do we not punish you,
3: well, my for, qu- for for taking ho- Americans as hostages, we we will we will pay you, yeah, for taking American hostages, and then
0: we they we will lie to the American people about what you're going to use the money for. Well, my question would be. How much do the Iranians owe to Hunter Biden? Are they behind on payments? Well, I have to say this. Yeah, does does uh,
3: the foreign the the foreign registration act come in here because it sure seems like uh Blinken and the Biden administration are involved in giving money to one of our adversaries. Yeah. Should they need to register as a foreign agent right. because of the benefit, the obvious benefit that, oh, kidnap, kidnap more of our citizens. We'll will pay you billions of dollars. Yeah. We'll release your assets. And give you six billion dollars, and then we'll lie about what you're going to do with the six billion. We're going to make it easy on Iran.
0: We're going to give them control of their DTA fund. These people
3: are reprehensible. They are just reprehensible. There is no defense for this. No, nobody can yeah. defend. No. Did anybody defend this humanitarian
0: yesterday? efforts. By the way, did anybody defend this yesterday? Even any Democrat? I didn't. I didn't see I'm anyone sorry, trying I it. Any Democrat defended either. I mean, you can't say it out loud. Humanitarian yeah. efforts—that's a punchline. <laughs> humanitarian. Iran is going to use it for humanitarian purposes. Death to America. I mean, it's a punchline.
3: Yeah, it is. It really is. I mean, it's a, it's a joke. Well, and that's why even... It, look, it's such a joke. We're on NBC. They didn't ignore it. They asked the Iranian president. Right. They asked him. Hey, no, no, think, we're, about, we're, think, hey think about that. Hey, hey, we're we're told the part of the deal... From the American side, yeah. the American, the secretary is telling Americans, oh, the six billion is going to go just okay. for humanitarian okay. aid.
0: And he goes, no, we'll spend it wherever we want. Okay, so, so NBC, there, there were either, there were two schools of thought there. Well, let's get the let's get the Iranians to back up what Anthony Blinken said. <laughs> <Right>? Yes. <laughs> like they expected the, the officials from Iran to come back. And go, and Oh, no. Mr. Blinken is being absolutely uh, accurate when he says humanity. These will we have so many humanitarian. Uh, causes here in Iran that that leadership is responsible for this six billion will go to enriching people's lives. Uh, you know, we are going to bring uh, equity. In fact, one of the things here in Iran that we're big on is equity. We're going to give rights to women. We're going to we're It's you wouldn't believe the list of items and the list of people that will
3: benefit greatly. This money will go for equal rights to for 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 women and equal opportunity
0: for women in Iran. Because either you approached you asked that question because you, you either knew one way or the other, you or you either believed. Your goal was either to get something that would back up what Blinken was said, just get somebody on record from Iran saying it. Oh, yes, no, it will will it will all be humanitarian. Now, that still would have been laughable. Or you knew what they were going to say.
3: Holt then so I hear you clearly. This will be used for more than humanitarian purposes in your view. He answered, humanitarian means whatever the Iranians need. Exactly. So this money will be budgeted for those needs, and the needs of the Ara- of, of Iranians will be decided and determined by the Iranian government. Yeah. It's almost as if the Iranian president said, this is my opportunity. Cause the, this, because he knows, he goes, this administration is gutless. Right. Not only are they gutless, but they're on our side. Right. And so they're going to give us it no matter what. Let's publicly humiliate them before the world. Right. Let's show the world that this administration actually will enable our terrorism and will help fund our terrorism
0: when we take their citizens as hostages. The nation that has repeatedly shouted death to America. Yeah. It's like I said, while I was actually making a joke, there's actually a serious basis to it. It serves the people of Iran, in their opinion. Death to America serves the people of Iran. Iran it does, yeah, yeah.
3: But I mean, it's just—it's so—it's so—it—it's so frustrating. It's—it's it's just so frustrating. And uh, again, I do believe Blinken. The, the Iranians never agreed to that. No. They never agreed to that. That never came up in negotiations. We'll use it however we want. Blinken Blinken got the go-ahead from Biden to lie to the American public. Right. And then the Iranians knew it. Yeah. Said, no, we'll spend it wherever we want. Now, the deal hasn't been done yet. They're not afraid to say it. Right. We'll spend it wherever we want.
0: Yeah. The Americans are fools. By the way, the Iranians were chomping at the bit for a mainstream American media to come to them they wanted to brag about being able to use that money however they want they wanted to boast about that that's a win for them we lost
3: 86690
6: red eye hi i'm jen loomis a transport safety expert at jj keller and i'm here to share a tip on speed and space management when driving you need to manage the space around your vehicle so that there's enough space to allow you to adjust when traffic conditions change The space ahead of your vehicle is the most important and one of the easiest to monitor and adjust as needed. One rule of thumb is to allow at least one second for each 10 feet of vehicle length at speeds below 40 miles per hour. At greater speeds, add an additional second. It's impossible to keep other drivers from tailgating you, but there are some things you can do to make it safer, such as increasing your following distance, avoiding quick lane changes, and slowing down. There are also several things you should do to ensure that there is plenty of space between the side of your vehicle and other vehicles. Don't hug the center line, avoid hugging the right side of the road, and avoid traveling alongside other vehicles in strong winds, especially crosswinds. This tip was brought to you by J.J. Keller and Associates. Visit us at jjkeller.com.
2: Get in touch with Red Eye Radio, toll free at 866-90-RED-EYE.
3: It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara. You and I were just playing it, but we're not going to play it on the air. But I mean, it was uh, quite a, a graphic. Uh, Senator Kennedy yesterday, mm, yeah, uh, reading uh, reading from two of the books that the left wants in children's schools in elementary schools. Yeah, they're and, fighting for these books yes, to be in schools. Yes, and and it is, and when you when you hear it, I mean, number one, coming from. <laughs> From, yeah. from Kennedy, just yeah. the way the way just the way that his tone is right. when he's reading it, but it's it's basically uh, it's it's basically in the book graphically about anal sex, right? And and graphically, I mean, yes, it, and right. it's something that you would read in in uh, I don't know if they're you know in a, a penthouse or a hustler magazine. Mm-hmm. Are they even around anymore? I have no idea. I I don't know. Yeah, but it was, it's something like. And so, and it's like the left will say, well, that's uncalled for No, it's not. You have to do that. It's disturbing to hear because it's in a Senate hearing. But the fact is, the American people need to know what Democrats wish to put yep. into children's minds. Yep. yep. And if it's graphic, well, so be it. That's what they want in the that's schools. That's what they're fighting for.
2: Listening to Red Eye Radio from the Uniden America studios,
3: and it's Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Hurley, and uh, I'm Gary McNamara. All right, I got to make sure that I that I play this audio. I almost forgot it when we were talking about uh, Biden and, and uh, this uh, this hostage deal, um, where now we know that you know the administration was lying to us. There was never an agreement at all that they were going to spend the money on humanitarian aid. Right. The Iranian president made that clear on NBC last night. We'll spend it wherever we want to spend it. Uh, we'll make the justification. We'll define humanitarian aid, not the United States. Yeah. And so, again, it's, uh, you know, what they're saying is we're going to make the administration look like complete fools. Like we're going to let the world know you can use these people. You can take Americans hostages and they will, uh, you know they'll they'll trade them for six billion dollars. and then they'll go to their own people and basically try to protect us. You know, they're just I don't know what I don't even know what the label is for what this administration is. They're enablers of terrorism because of what they want to give Iran, mm-hmm. but they're just I mean they're just they're they're fools. I mean, they look foolish now on the world stage after the Iranian president said it. But John Kirby was on uh, Fox News yesterday and was asked to justify it. Listen to a little bit of this here.
6: I don't think the five families that are getting these uh, Americans
5: no, back no home. Nobody begrudges them that, that John. Obviously, we're glad those people are coming home. Yeah, I'm just not absolutely. sure why, you know, if, if I'm on the other side of a deal where I got five people back and I got released $6 billion that I can now use, I'm thinking... Why don't I just take some more people? Because then I could probably get even more money released.
6: Well, we obviously don't encourage people to travel to Iran. That's not a good place for Americans to be. But, they, but if you go to a place like that, and if you get wrongfully detained, you need to know that this administration, this government, is going to do what we have to do to get you home.
0: So he admitted it. Just admit, He admitted it. He says it, right? Yeah, no, we'll pay. Yeah. We'll do whatever we have to do. I mean, it's unbelievable. Right. It's just unbelievable. Right. Yeah, it's exactly what
3: we'll do. Yeah. We'll do whatever it takes to get you home. He just put out the notice. Number one, we'll lie to the American people because, you know, after what the Iranian... Now, the Iranian president said that after he was on, mm-hmm. but Kirby obviously has to know that was never a part of the deal. Right. That they must use it in a particular way. Now, you couldn't force them to do it anyway. Right. But the administration didn't even get a... I don't believe they got a deal. I believe the administration lied to the American public, and that's why the Iranian president was so clear last night, well, we'll use the money wherever we want to use the money. We decide. There was no deal with the United States to do this. So Blinken lied to the American public. Mm -hmm. And then (laughs) this deal looks so incredibly foolish to the entire world, and it shows what will enable terrorism, and
0: Kirby gets on and goes, "Yeah, and we'll do it again." Yeah, oh yeah, no, no, we'll pay. You're right, we'll pay.
3: I I don't even know. You don't even know how to respond to it uh, at times. You know, you just shake your head. You're well. Like, I mean, it makes wow. me,
0: it makes me wonder how many Americans are in Iran right now. There has to be some. And now you put their lives in danger.
3: Now, I I did like, I will say this, I did like, just for comedy's sake, mm. how he answered this question when right. he was on Fox yesterday. All right. Because um, he was asked the question, you know, why did the president say he was at ground zero the next day? Mm. Because he wasn't there.
0: Right.
6: Listen to this answer.
5: Why did he say that he was there the next day? Because he wasn't there the next day.
6: Well, he went uh, about a week or so after the attacks with other members of Congress to see Ground Zero for himself and have a chance to talk and thank the first responders. He just attributed uh, the visit a little earlier uh, in the remarks than what had actually occurred. But he,
3: yeah, he just attributed the visit a little earlier in the remarks than what had already occurred. Uh huh. actually occurred. Yeah. <laughs> so he lied. Yeah. So he lied. <laughs>
0: So you're agreeing he lied. Yes. (laughs) Wow.
3: Wouldn't you, do they, does Kirby and Corrine Jean-Pierre, I mean, do they like doing that job? I mean, is it a job you like? Is there, is there satisfaction of knowing that, that I have the ability to spin a lie Well, no, you really
0: have a blank lie checkbook. Write your own size, whatever lie you want. I mean, it it used to be, it used to be, you'd get called on it. Now they still do by a couple of people. Thanks, Pete Ducey. (laughs) but really they, they, They feel, clearly feel empowered to lie as big as they want to lie. And to start with, in the case of Corinne Jean-Pierre, as we've discussed before, as we've been talking about for a long time, they start, you know, she starts every answer with that. Well, we said it before. And that's the gaslighting to say, basically, you weren't paying attention. Yeah, we were. You were lying. Then you're lying now. You know the thing is, is that.
3: But I wonder if there's like, it, because they they've taken it to a level never seen before from the White House podium. Oh the, no, the, I was going to. That, that, I mean, th- that was my know, earlier they, point. I mean, it, that, but, but there it's, would
0: be some pushback. You could only get away with a certain size of a lie or spin. And now, well, not now, spinning, you can get away with anything. Spinning is lying. To all of us that are not doing that job, we know. But spinning inside the beltway, spinning and lying are two different well, things. Well, then let me change it from spinning, gaslighting. Oh
3: yeah, no. It's, we've yeah, seen yeah, gaslighting huge, like we've never thing. seen before, mm-hmm. and I wonder because they've been at their jobs a while, do they get pleasure out of gaslighting? Because I, everybody needs to get something out of a job. You, everybody holds a job. I, mean, I love this job because I get to express. You know what I believe and we get to we get to decipher, you know, the lies versus what the truth is. Mm -hmm. And that's our mission. That's our goal. And that's a lot of the pleasure that we get out of this show is being able to do that. So there is pleasure that comes from it. Yeah. You've got an administration that's gaslight gaslighting uh, like never before. Kirby's done a green job here and they do it consistently and they know every single day that's what they're going to be doing that they're going to be going in front of the American public. And the difference between lying and and gaslighting is you can lie and some people pick it up. Gaslighting is really when everybody knows it. It's so obvious everybody knows it, which is where where we've come up with the saying. They get up there at the podium. they, They lie. It's such an obvious lie that the press knows it's a lie. The people watching the press conference knows it's a lie. Kirby and Queen Jean-Pierre, they all know that the press and the people watching know that it's a lie. Everybody knows it's a lie, but nobody will call it a lie.
0: Yeah, right.
3: That's really when you get to the point of gaslighting is when everyone, it's such an obvious lie and everybody knows it. And I wonder, do they get a, is there a perverse sense of pleasure that they get from doing that? And what makes up that kind of personality that gets that perverse sense of enjoyment and anticipation i get to go into my job today and gaslight i get to go into a job where everybody knows that i'm lying every single day and nobody will really call me on it
0: well it's a job that you either love or you absolutely hate but in order to do it as consistently as they do it don't you have to love it?
3: You have to. You have to. It's There like, has to be some satisfaction. What What are your enjoyments in life? Well, you know, I like to play golf. Eric likes to uh, fish. Me? Oh, I'm John Kirby. I'm Kareem Jean-Pierre. Gaslighting. That's what I really enjoy. Yeah. Give me a good gaslighting anytime. Sure.
0: <laughs> it just... Well, no, I, I think there is something to that. Now... Sometimes he doesn't gaslight. Sometimes
3: his as he, as his defense was uh, there, telling the American people the truth. Oh yeah, we're going to do it again. Oh no, we'll yeah, pay. You yeah, can we'll take pay it again. again. No. Don't don't worry, you can take it yeah. again as hostage. We'll do whatever we can. We we'll, we will enable terrorism. We'll do whatever is possible. Yep. But it's a certain type of confidence yeah. that he says it in, which is a, another perverse sense of telling the American people the truth. Right with the spin that it's the greatest thing ever and everybody knows it's not the greatest thing ever. That's where the gaslighting, another, I think, uh, branch of gaslighting comes in. Mm -hmm. It's amazing.
0: No, there has to be some level of satisfaction. It's a game to them. The truth is not important. It's just not. I I can't imagine. I've I've said it for a long time but at the end of the day I'd have to be able to call my dad and talk to my dad. At some point I'd have to be able to visit my dad and look him in the eye.
3: And even on Fox News they're not tough enough with people like Kirby.
0: No, no, they're not.
3: They're not tough and I think you know what the reason is. They never will call them out because they won't come on their show again. Yeah,
0: they know that they're that you'll get a you'll get a hard no on yep. any repeat. Yep. So, yep.
3: Because I would, I say, you're lying to the you're American lying. public. You're gassing. You're lying. You're lying. That's a lie, and you know it's yep. a lie. Yep. They won't come on again. So you have to play this little game where you ask the questions
0: and you push back a little bit. And Blinken but you was never... lying. You know, you're lying. You're, yeah. you're lying now. Blinken was lying. And there's, there's no way to say that you believed it was going to be used for humanitarian purposes. Unless you qualify humanitarian purposes from their point of view, which includes death to, to America. America.
3: Yeah. Eight six six ninety red
2: We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara.
3: It's Red Radio. He is Eric Hurley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Did you see where some of the daytime talk shows are coming back now? They're just not going to use Union Hollywood writers. Yeah, hmm. uh, Drew Barrymore, uh, I guess, was the first to say I'm coming back, and now more following.
0: I mean, uh, the you- view's
3: been on though. The view has been on. The view, you know, there's been protest.
0: You know, the right. view's been right. on. They're
3: just not using their writers anymore
0: right and if you're doing celebrity interviews you can write your own intro but the thing is if you're doing the writing you're crossing a picket line if anybody's writing something to go on a prompter and any of these shows you're crossing the pick picket line because the writers for that show are part of the strike if you're doing their job then at that point, you're a scab, are you not? Yeah.
3: and if yeah. But if you're doing an interview show and you're an actor who goes on that show,
0: mm-hmm. you're supporting it.
3: You're supporting. Right. You're not being they a made good union exceptions
0: member of that. In movies for like independent films and things like that, they could still go on and they could still, those actors could still go out and promote those smaller movies. Have you independent seen, movies have
3: you ever seen her show no
0: i haven't no. I've,
3: I've I've seen like 10 minutes of it i mean it yeah. was just and it it's I, exactly
0: what you would expect I,
3: well i i've always stated it this way i have all which normally is a positive and there's that perverted sense of awe yeah. like i can't believe this is actually broadcast right. and people watch it right and that's when i watch her uh Her show, she's the one that had, remember, Dylan Mulvaney on, Mm -hmm. where she knelt before him. Yes.
0: Taking a knee for the man.
3: Exactly. The woman bowing before the man. Right. uh, Who defines what a woman is. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I'm you know what, I'm la- you, I'm laughing at what I just said well, um, the thing because is, it's so stupid.
0: But it's I don't so care funny. how creative your writers are, they're not going to write something stupid like that. <laughs> that wasn't written.
2: <laughs>
0: but if you're doing a simple interview show as long as you're not writing anything now there was one movie that was being made, and I forget the movie. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, It was uh, Ryan Reynolds, the new Deadpool. And what they couldn't do is they couldn't go back in. Uh, There was something they couldn't do. They couldn't, uh, he couldn't ad-lib, which he does a lot on that set. But what they could do is the post production voiceover of him doing something else so that didn't violate the strike so they were able to continue in that way and because he's wearing a mask Deadpool wears a mask they were able to get it get away with it in post but yeah I guess the talk shows are just gonna (laughs) improve maybe without the writers I don't know